What's up, boo? Thank you so much for tuning into The Shaleen Show. You looked at the title and you thought to yourself, yeah, there's some things that I'm thinking about moving on from. Like, it might be time to quit. It might be time to make a change. And so I'm super grateful that you're here today because that is what we are going to talk about. I hope that in this episode, I'll be able to give you some just standards, I think, measures, some questions to ask yourself that it's going to make it a lot easier for you to decide, okay, it's time to move on. Let's do this. Now you listen to the podcast, you listen to podcasts in general, which tells me that you are someone who is all about growth. Like you want to move forward. You don't want to move backwards. You want to be a better, improved version of yourself. And oftentimes that means making a move. It means leaving a relationship. It means stepping outside of your comfort zone. It means letting go of something that served you in the past, but it doesn't serve you anymore. And you might be struggling with that decision right now for whatever reason. Maybe you've reached a crossroads in your life and you feel like it's time to make a change, but you feel guilty or you're questioning your own judgment. Well, I want to help you sort through this by asking you some just pretty simple questions. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We could be talking about a relationship, your job, a friend, where you live, your marriage, a goal that you've been pursuing a hobby or a pastime that you just, you know, it's time to give it up. Whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. I'm going to take you through these series of questions. And I hope in by doing so, especially if you have a pen and a piece of paper, you're going to have a much more clear picture of your decision. Like, I think you're going to know. In fact, I'm positive. You're going to know if it's time to move on or not. I don't know for sure if you're going to have the courage to do it. I think you will. But I do think that after listening to this episode, you're going to have a lot more clarity. And I'm just going to ask you some simple questions. Once you've decided what the answer to that question is, I want you to write that answer down in a statement form on a piece of paper, okay? Because you're going to read over these statements and you're going to have your answer. (laughs) Whether you take your own advice or not is up to you. All right, here's the first question. My question to you is, Does that thing, that situation, is it giving you more joy or stress and frustration or even pain? Like, so is there more positives than there are negatives? And that should be a really simple yes or no. Okay, so now once you know the answer to that, I want you to write it down in the statement form. So you will write whatever it is that you're trying to make a decision on. You will say, this thing gives me more joy than it does frustration, or this situation gives me more stress or pain or agony or frustration than it does joy. Just write down that statement. Number two, does it feel like you are settling for less than you know you deserve or less than your own potential? So what I'm asking is, if by accepting and continuing to stay in this relationship at that job, living in your parents' basement, hanging out with people who aren't on the same trajectory as you, like staying in that situation, do you feel like you are accepting less than you know you have the potential to be? Are you settling? All right, now write that statement out. By staying, I do not believe that I am settling. By staying in the situation, I believe that I am settling compromising my potential. Next question, have you done everything in your power to improve 
the situation because let's face it, I mean, whether it's a job or a marriage, a friendship, they go through rough times. And I don't want you to think just because you've answered some of these questions in the negative as opposed to the affirmative, that it's an automatic, okay, must move on. Because I think this question is really, really important. This is the question that is going to allow you to make a decision that's guilt-free. And the question is, have you done everything in your personal power to try to improve this situation? You know, a friend of mine who I love very, very dearly, who, you know, marriage is a very important covenant for her. She's a Christian, and the thought of leaving her husband was devastating. It was just, you know, it rocked her to her core. She also had two small children, and, you know, what she decided to do was kind of go through a list of questions like this, but this particular question is the one that helped her to make the decision that she needed to make, which was, you know, she had to leave her husband, now her ex-husband. But before she did that, and I'm not saying like, you know, everyone needs to do this because there wasn't abuse. There were just other things. Without me going into too much detail, I'll just explain that she knew that in order to leave because of her own feelings, because of her own experience as a child of divorced parents, she needed to know in her own heart when she laid her head down on her pillow each night that she had tried everything within her power to make improvements. Like she tried to improve herself. She tried to get them both to go to therapy or she got him to go to therapy solo. I mean, they tried changing everything. And she knows that she did absolutely everything in her power, but there's only so much you can do if only one person is willing to do the work, right? So you just have to ask yourself, if it's a job and you're not loving it right now, have you taken action? Have you talked to your boss about what it is you'd rather do or what type of work you would find more fulfilling? If you're in a friendship that has been very fulfilling in the past, but now it just is more work and it's painful and it's stressful and there's always drama. All right. You know, before you decide to just wipe your hands clean of this and move on, have you sat down and communicated to your best friend or this person what it is you think the two of you could work on? Have you worked on yourself? Have you looked at yourself? Like always start with yourself first, right? Like that's key. Start with yourself first and ask yourself, have I done everything in my power to improve myself in an effort to improve this situation? Okay, now that sentence would look like, I have done everything in my power personally to improve myself and to improve the situation. Or you write, there are more things that I could do to try to improve the situation or to improve myself. Now listen, 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 listen. This question you might have to ask someone who will be honest with you. Like, I want you to ask that friend who's going to tell you like it is. You just need to ask them, like, do you think there's more that I could do? Could I work on my communication? Is there something, if you were just being completely honest with me, and and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I need to hear this. What more do you think I could try before I make a decision? All right? All right. Now, once you've made that Put that sentence in writing, in your own handwriting. I have either, I've tried everything that's possible or there's more things I could try, including blah, blah, blah. Okay, next question you need to ask yourself, and this is another big one. This is another really big one that's gonna make things so much more clear for you. Here it is. Is staying in this situation going to hurt you physically or emotionally? Like, 
is it going to have a negative impact on your health, your safety, your mental well-being, or not? Okay, so now your statement would look like, staying in this situation has a negative impact on my health in the following ways. Staying in this situation is not safe for myself or my children. Staying in this situation doesn't have an impact on my health or safety or mental well-being. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just assume that you probably recognize that it it is having an impact, at least your mental health, because you're thinking about it, right? Now, to what extent? I don't know. But I do think you should put that in writing. Like, how detrimental is it for you to stay? Or is it kind of a neutral thing? Like, you don't love it, but it's not ideal. All right, put that in writing. Next question. Is staying in this situation compromising who you are and what it is you believe in? In other words, is staying in this relationship, you feel like you're dying inside. You've become someone you never thought you would be, that you've changed and it's not for the better. Maybe you just feel like you're having to play small or inauthentic or you're covering up something. You're having to play along and you just feel like you're living a lie or it's just not in alignment with who you know you are and and the beliefs that you have and the person that you know you were meant to be. All right. So yes or no. Once you've figured out the answer to that, I need you to put it in writing. Staying in this situation compromises who I am or staying in this situation is not ideal, but it's not compromising. I still am who I am. I still have my authenticity. All right. So you've got to answer that question as honestly as possible. Now, don't over-exaggerate this stuff, but be real. Be honest with yourself. By the way, I didn't mention our show sponsor yet. Our show sponsor is Organifi. And I'm super excited to talk to you about Organifi today because I'm just obsessed at the moment, as is Brett, with brain health. Like, I just can't think of anything more important. Your body fat, that's cool. Your weight, I understand. But when we're talking about your brain, everybody, I got to tell you, having my father-in-law in our home right now has made us so conscientious of the nutrients that we need to take care of our brain. That's one thing that we know we can control, right? Like whether you carry the gene for Alzheimer's or ADHD or any of these things, the expression of these genes is determined by our lifestyle. Like even though you might be predisposed to be a diabetic, it's your lifestyle choices that are going to not just load that gun, but pull the trigger. And that's why it's so important that every one of us do whatever we can to live a long, powerful life and to reach our full potential. And one of the ways that we can do that is by making sure that we're consuming the right nutrients, that we're getting the supplements that we need. We look to Organifi because they create easy, simple drinks that we can mix with hot water or cold water that are loaded with superfoods and the compounds that we need for brain health and mental performance. Many of you have been asking about what it is I take for my brain from Organifi. I take Organifi Pure. I take Organifi Pure because it is clinically proven to boost BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor, up to 142%. It helps you to think sharper. It's got a memory booster. It helps you to increase your brain cell production. It improves your gut-brain access. So that means you're going to be able to recall things quicker. And it does tend to help with forgetfulness, for me anyways. And I really like that it's got a a lemony taste. So 
It comes in these nice little packets. I mix it with my water. That's my drink. I also love Organifi Immunity. That's kind of got an orange flavor. And yeah, I mix the two of them together because it's delicioso. And the Organifi Immunity has my vitamin D. It's got my zinc. It's got my vitamin C. And all of these things are so important for your brain health. I mean, your health in general, right? Like if you're going to balance your hormones, you got to make sure you're getting the right nutrients. And it's just simple. I just mix it in my water and it's easy. We've been giving it to Bob. Brett takes it every single day. And you can get yours at 15% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, again, I'm going to spell it. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen. Again, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shaleen for 15% off. All right, guys, back to the show. Next question. Have you reached the point of resentment? Okay, because once you reach the point of resentment, man, I got to tell you, that is an emotion that is so hard to recover from. Once there's resentment towards a partner, towards a job, towards a boss, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying like that's the first thing you'd need to work on. Because when we feel resentment, it's really hard to have an open mind, to have forgiveness, to have empathy, and to see the potential for change. So if you've reached that stage, you've got some work to do if you plan on staying. So here's a statement. I currently feel resentment towards this situation, or I have not yet reached the point of resentment. I can still feel empathy. I can still see the potential for change. I still have an open mind and an open heart. I'm just telling you, like once resentment kicks in, it is really hard to open up your heart. Next question, how often do you consider leaving the situation? All right, so is is this something that is on your mind from the moment you wake up and it's the last thing you're thinking about before you fall asleep? Or is it something you think about from time to time, like you play with it every once in a while and then you forget about it? This is a really important area to measure. You want to ask yourself, how pervasive is this thought? Does it consume you? Does it occupy your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions? Like, is it interrupting you from having a good time? Like when you wake up, are you in a bad mood because you think about the situation? When you are happy about something and then you think about the situation, does it like immediately rob you of your joy? All right. So now the way you would write this statement is, I think about leaving this situation what percent of the time? Like try to give it a percentage, 20% of the time, 10% of the time. 80% of the time, all day, like literally write out an estimation of how often you are considering or thinking about whether or not you should leave the situation. Here we go. Next, what is keeping me in this situation is fill in the blank. Okay, so what is it? Is it the pay that you're receiving? Is it because financially you don't know if you could leave this situation? Is it guilt? Is it obligation to someone else? Is it familiarity? Or is it simply fear of the unknown? All right. You've got your marching orders. Write out your sentence. The thing that's keeping me in this situation, there might be a couple of things. It might be the kids. I don't know how we would support ourselves and fear of the unknown. Like whatever it is, I want you to just list out the things that are keeping me in this situation are, and maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's sometimes 
we are really connected and I love him and he makes me very happy. Like literally write out all the reasons why when you think about leaving, you actually stay at the moment, at least to this point anyways. What are the things that are keeping you there? And the last question I want you to ask yourself is, what behaviors or changes have you made in an effort to cope with the fact that you're really unhappy? And remember, even in really unhappy situations, I personally believe many of those things we can turn around. I've seen people who hate their jobs, like turn them around because they've made the changes, they've learned how to communicate, and they've changed their attitude. Like literally just changing your attitude about something can change everything. Like if you decide you love where you live, you will love where you live. If you decide you are sexually attracted to your husband, you're going to be more sexually attracted to your husband. But if you also decide to the contrary, then the contrary will be true. Our minds have a huge, huge influence on our reality. I mean, come on, that's a fact. But I want you to examine the way that you've been coping with the fact that you've stayed wherever you are, wherever this is, relationship, job, a business that you started, a goal that you're pursuing, a hobby, a friend group, like whatever the situation is, you don't love it or you wouldn't be listening to this episode, right? Maybe it's school. Maybe you're studying something, a degree or a a major that you don't love, whatever it is. You're listening to this episode because you're struggling with it. You're not loving it at the moment. And yes, that can be changed. But here's what I want you to identify. What negative things are you doing to cope with the fact that you don't love where you're at? Are you drinking more? Are you smoking? Are you engaging in some type of disordered eating? Are you finding yourself isolating? Are you self-medicating? Have you resorted to some other you know, negative habits? Like, are you overeating? Are you undereating? Like all of these things, like these are coping mechanisms. Are you gambling? Are you engaging in some type of addiction because you want to distract yourself from the fact that you're just really not happy in the situation? And, you know, if you listened a couple of weeks back, you heard Brett and I shared, actually, I think it was me that shared it. I don't think Brett was on that episode. I, I talked about how Brett was engaging in his gambling, like big time in his gambling. And part of the reason why was he just felt really out of control in our marriage, out of control in our business. And that was a distraction for him, as most addictions are. And he thought he wanted to leave. You know, that was a really painful episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. And I think you'll find it pretty eye-opening. But when all that went down, we both had to basically go through these questions. And I've had to go through these questions, not just in my marriage and answer them, but by doing so, it helped me to realize I needed to stay. It helped me to realize it wasn't time to leave and that I had more things I needed to work on, that there was more joy than there was pain and agony. It wasn't taking a toll on my safety or my health. It wasn't him. It was our lifestyle, right? So what we learned by going through these questions is that we didn't need to leave our marriage. We needed to leave the business that we had built that was a physical business that didn't allow us freedom, that didn't allow us joy. We had to leave a relationship that forced us to kind of be on someone else's watch and to always be working for someone else and them telling us when to show up and what to do, you know, all those things that just ate me alive. And it was going through questions like this that helped me to make really difficult decisions, decisions where it's like, okay, I'm going to lose a ton of money. You know, this is a scary thing and it's fear that's keeping me here. But when you go through 
a list of questions like this and you write them out on paper, you just have so much more clarity, right? So that's what I want you to do is literally just write out the answer to every single question that I've asked you and and write out that statement and then read through it. And I think you're going to feel the weight of the world lifting from your shoulders. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to feel some fear, but you are going to know what to do. You are going to know in your gut. In fact, right now, you know in your gut what it is you need to do. You know if you need to stay and do the work and try to improve this. And you also know if it's just time and you need to Feel the fear and do it anyways. That's what courage is. Courage is knowing, all right, I don't know what it is I'm going to do, but I know I hate my job and I know I was meant for more and I know I want to build a business. I know I can. I'm scared as heck and I'm shaking and I don't know for sure how this is going to turn out, but I know I need to try. I know what would be worse is never knowing if it would have worked out. What would be worse is spending another year settling, not living up to my true potential. I know if other people can do it, why not me? Whatever that decision is for you, and I don't know what it is, but I do know in this moment, I've got a good hunch that you know what the right decision is. So feel the fear and do it anyways. Make that courageous step, create a plan. You know, when we're afraid, it's usually because we have no idea what's coming next. And I always say, just think through all the options. Like there can't be that many options. Just think through them all and imagine the worst possible scenario. And then ask yourself, okay, if the worst possible within, like be realistic, right? If a realistic worst case scenario were to happen, what would you do? Okay, write that out. And then if this happened, what would you do? And if that happened, how would you respond? Like just know all of your options and it removes the fear. I'm not saying it's not going to be difficult, but you don't have to fear the unknown if you actually embrace the possibilities. Listen, I love you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. If one of those things that you are trying to decide is like leaving your job and creating a side hustle, I can help you with that. In fact, myself, my son, Brock, my husband, Brett, and Sierra, we're all like doing this together and you can join me. It's free. It's a five-day side hustle challenge, and we're going to teach you how to start making money online. It's not with network marketing. It's not with drop shipping. Like It's literally the easiest, quickest, most legitimate way to make money online in 2021. We're going to show you step-by-step-by-step how to do it to get the ball rolling. Now, I'm not saying this is like going to be your your five-year business plan, but it's going to give you evidence that like you do have the ability to make money without having to invest money to start up a business. So I'm going to invite you right now to get signed up for this, okay? All you do is go to my show notes and you can click on it. It says shaleen.com forward slash hustle. And if for some reason you don't see that, while you're listening to the episode, you can just go to your Safari or Google and just open up your web browser. Like right now, the show will keep playing and go to shaleen.com forward slash hustle. Enter your email address and I'll send you all the details. You guys are going to love this. And I strongly encourage you to do this with your family. Like if you've got a son or a daughter or a husband, like it's super fun to do it as a family. And, you know, if that's just you and you want to do it with a girlfriend, that's cool too. Either way, I don't know what the decision is that you're struggling with today, but if it is at all financially based, I think that side hustle challenge will really help you. And so will prayer. So I'm going to be praying for you. I know you can do this. I believe in you. You need to believe in you. I love you. 
I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.